Welcome back to the Village A podcast. We are your hosts, Nick and Sean, and we're going to go over the first race of the season. Dude, I'm super hyped about this one. Got a lot to break down. Uh, I want your first thoughts, though. What do we got? Bahrain. The Red Bulls are fucking fast. I know, dude. <laughs> Everyone I talked to, they said, are they even going to lose a race this season? And I did not know what to tell them, to be honest. I mean, surely they have to. I mean, that's the it's probably it's most likely. I mean, yeah, they have to lose a race. It can't they they can't do it. I mean, there's no way. But they look so fast. And I heard after the race, too, that Max was sandbagging. He had an extra second a lap pace that he could have used. And that's just kind of scary. It's like, what are we, what are we doing here? Yeah, I heard that they, um, they had his engine turned down for like the second half of the race. Yeah, they were on like a, a the Delta something positive or something. I don't even know what engine mode they were on, but they were on like the D engine mode, so far down. They had an extra second a lap. They said, which wow. is, which is ridiculous. It was impressive. But I, I want to start the off the race. Between... What's that? I was going to say, the gap between um, him and Tent is 90 seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. And it could have been, what, 30, probably 30 seconds more. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. No change. Uh, I kind of expected a little bit more pace from the Astons, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. I want to talk about, first off, the start of the race was so exciting the grid walk with martin was so fun when he ran into jeremy clarkson dude that guy he he embodied everyone's excitement for that race he was the he yeah. was just pure jeremy clarkson and he couldn't contain himself it was so funny and that's it's really and he kind of said it best you you pointed it out to me about not really rooting for a team like soccer or football or our normal teams. Yeah. I mean, we always switch around. Like we don't really care who wins except, I mean, if someone knew, <laughs> if someone new wins, we're always happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. It but, seems like it kind of, we, you, you, you root for whoever you root for in the weekend. Yeah. I exactly. mean, we all have our favorites. Right. But he said it best. He's like, ah, dude, my home team is Alpine. I have friends in Red Bull. He's like, I'm all over the place. And Martin's Martin's just so funny. He's like, oh, so you're gonna you're gonna win the race, Clarkson. And he just leans and goes, Max is gonna win the race. Like Matt, he, everyone knew Max was gonna win that race. But what do we got? Dude, he beat Sergio by eleven seconds. Yeah, he did. Sergio, I think he outran third by thirty eight seconds, I wrote down. 37 closer to two, yeah. So, I mean, those Red Bulls are freaking flying. Uh, but we got to talk about Fernando, bro, our guy this year. I think we're just going to – this podcast is just going to jump on the Fernando bandwagon. Fernando, are we bandwagoning him? Dude, we have to. Are we bandwagoning him? I mean, I – he's the old guy. He's getting another shot. I feel like he actually has a title shot. I don't know. I just want to hop on the bandwagon. Hey, I'd love to see him. Sean, just so you know, you're really – you're. You're really cut now. Can you hear me better now? No, it's. I think it's your Wi-Fi. You're a. Oh no. 
All right. Well, can you hear me better now? Let's see if this gets it. It's no, yeah, I never could not hear you, but sometimes your audio just drops out. Oh, shit. Hopefully it's, it might be my mic, too. I don't know. Well, no, because your whole body freezes, too. Oh, fuck. Well, that's not good. But let's just keep going, and you just, like, tell me if it gets too fucked up, and we'll try something else. Okay. We're just going to power through, Nick. Uh, Fernando got third, though, bro. Podium. Nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the season, or at the beginning of testing. No, not even close. I mean, Aston Martin, they got, what, one podium in the last two years with Seb? I think Lance got one. I can't remember exactly, but, I mean, they were a bottom five, six team last year at the end of the year. And somehow they turned this car around and both, I mean, both Astons look freaking strong, dude. I mean, Lance with a broken arm got sixth and he was battling with both Mercedes pretty much the whole race and clearly out driving them. And I never thought I'd say Lance Stroll was out driving both Mercedes, but he was. (laughs) With a broken, apparently Fernando, you know, he's trying to keep his job because he says that Lance Stroll is championship material. See, I don't know if that's just him sucking up to the to the guy who writes his on the, whose name's on the check, but didn't Lance get didn't he win F two? I believe so. Yeah, he did. So I mean, a kid can drive. He's definitely a. He definitely uses dad's money to get to his seat. That's kind of like noted. <laughs> Everybody kind of figured that, but he right now he still deserves that seat. I mean, P six and. He was fast. I loved it. Well, I mean, we've seen what happens with paid drivers who uh, don't have the pace or don't have the talent, i.e. Nikita Mazepin. They don't last longer than a couple seasons usually. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have lasted at least – he probably would have lasted one more season. Lance has been around for, what, five years now? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, five. I think this is his fifth year. But, dude, also, with all the racing between both Aston Martins and Mercedes – the battles were so fair and they, I mean, you said it when we were watching the race live, like I can't believe Russell's driving that fair and giving each, giving each other just enough space and not, it was just good racing. Yeah, no, it was really good. Um, what was that? The overtake between, uh, was that Russell and Lance? Yeah, Russell and Lance, that was on like, like lap 12, I think. I was early on. They had a little Yeah, battle. I was like, wow, that was good on both of them. I was yeah, impressed. I mean, they were, it was like probably five or six corners. They went back and forth, like lead changed two or three times. And no one did anything. Like I thought for sure Russell was going to touch or, well, I mean, both of them. They're known for being a little aggressive or not caring for the other driver. And, dude, throughout the whole they race, they're, they're racing fair. It was awesome. Yeah, they fought. They fought each other hard, though. To that note, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, that was that was the best part of it. I mean, it was great racing and fair. Exactly what we need. And like lap thirty-seven, I think it was with Lewis and Fernando. It was the same sort of thing. Like, their their battle lasted like a whole lap, I think. But that that whole battle got me bricked up, dude. I think that was the main one I was talking about. Actually, now that I think about it, um... oh. Dude, it was so, they got real close to touching. Everyone thought that Lewis touched, but Fernando just kind of dodged out of the way real quick, kind of let him have it. And 
dude, Fernando was pulling moves on corners that nobody expected, like pulling the outside on, I think, turn 12, I think. But it was at 16 that like nobody passes at 16, and he did. Yeah, exactly. And dude, it was that that battle was fucking awesome. It lasted like one, two full laps, too, which was sick. Um, Lance, by the way, has three podiums for Aston. Yeah, wow, what a good live lookup that was from you. So, dude, how many do you think they're gonna get this year? Well, I really hope to see that this is a uh, car that's fast on every track and not just a car that's fast at Bahrain. I think it's supposed to be fast on the fast circuits, not the tight, twisty ones like Monaco. I think it's supposed to be fast on the, the long, fast circuits. So what do we well, have next? We, Saudi, we really we have Saudi have next? That's a fast one. We don't really have enough data yet to know. I, I hope that this is not just a... Does they have the setup just right this weekend? You know what I mean, and, and the rest of it. I think that they're. I think that they're in. They're they had great data because I think their times improved while their car got lighter with less fuel load and. Well, obviously, that's how that works. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, and they, but they with the tire that they were the tire management and everything. I think they had a great strategy and great plan to keep the car fast throughout the whole race, though. Whereas that's Mercedes true. fell off the map towards the end, bro. Yeah, the Mercedes is still hard on tires. Super hard on tires. Super, I think, tough, like, suspension-wise. Lewis was struggling the whole race. I remember at the very beginning, it was, like, lap 10, George Russell asked over the race, like, what's, what's wrong with Lewis? Why is he going so slow? And they're just like, he's struggling. Like, there's, he's not trying to go slow. He's just struggling. And I think that they finally decided that they're going to change the side pod design, right? No, they didn't. That's still, that's still a rumor? It's a rumor, and Lewis said they're not going to. I heard by the third race that they're going to change it if they haven't gotten enough data to make Lewis this. Lewis made a point. He's like, if we change the side pods completely, we're going to have to change the whole car. He's like, we're going to have to make this work. I mean, they don't have to change the whole car. 90% of the aerodynamics of these cars is from the side pods. No, I think it's ground effects with these cars, man. Well, that's where they get their ground effects is from the side pods. I mean, Mercedes knows what they're doing. They've done they've done full side pods before. I mean, their aerodynamic engineers aren't stupid. I feel I feel like they could figure it out. They're just I think they're just stubborn at this point. And I think you're right though. If they were going to change it, they would have done it in the off season because they had a full season to realize how stupid this design was. And it is really weird when you look at it. It does have no side pods compared no to the side other pods, cars. bro. It's just cool. it's, I don't know what to compare it to. It's so weird. It looks like a Coke bottle. It does, like a glass Coke bottle. Yeah. Like kind of goes up. Yeah, I can see that. It's got that real Coke bottle shape to it because it doesn't have those big bulgy side pods. Yeah, I can't think of anything better right now. I mean, it's they're the only ones with that design, and they seem to be the only ones struggling. I mean, not the only ones struggling altogether because, boy, oh, boy, is McLaren struggling too. Oh, God. Dude. Tough scene we got over here. Who do we want to talk about? Who do we want to talk about first? Huh? Lando or the new kid? Uh, I guess we should talk about the new kid because that'd be quick. Oscar. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, you're right. So first F1 race for Oscar Piastri and lap 15. 
they seem to have what was elect an electrical issue or something. So they pull him into box and change the steering wheel and just calamity, <laughs> dude. They pull the steering wheel off. Somehow it stalls and locks the car out. So they throw the new steering wheel on and it just gives them a loading screen, like a Microsoft fucking loading <laughs> Fuck it, your race is done. And dude, they didn't know what they didn't know what to do. They kicked the wheel off, put it back on, took it off. Like I I they think they fucked up the sequence of taking the wheel off and it locked the car out for some reason. But that was that was a tough start to the race for McLaren. Kind of like what happened with your Corvette. What happened there? You it kept yeah, itself. It, yeah, dude, it just locks itself out and the battery dies. And then I don't have a, I had to wait for my spare key. And I'm just sitting there with a fucking loading screen, just like Austin. <laughs> like, wow. This, I'm just sitting in this cool ass car and I can't do shit with it. But so that was a tough start for, for Oscar. I mean, was it lap 15? I said, yeah. Yeah, that's not good. And Lando had some problems on lap 17, which were, they got, they got kind of comical for Lando, bro. I don't know what exactly their problem was, but they had some sort of air leak, a compressed, compressed air leak. Yeah. Some kind of pneumatic leak that they had to keep filling up. Dude, they had, they were on a six or seven pit strategy this race. And dude, I thought they were going to retire the car after the third one. And they're just like, no, fuck it. We're just going to use this for testing. Land, yeah, get, Lando, the, get the race data yeah lando i'm sorry you're gonna get last like this is gonna this is one's gonna suck <laughs> it's just like yeah i mean might as well use that to get data it's this early in the season yeah exactly and then they they fucking need the data bro bad i was trying i was looking at my lego car and i was trying to figure out what's wrong with it aerodynamic wise <laughs> to help mclaren i was gonna like send him a dm and stuff but i don't know that's the 2021 car though that's true. This car, was, this car was actually pretty fast. That was, yeah, that was a good car. That was probably their best car in the last 10 years. You know what it is, actually? What? The Google Chrome wheels. This one Someone finally it. said it. This one doesn't have it. That, they didn't start that until uh, 2022. And that's when we started getting shitty, bro. Sure. Damn. Um, dude, also, there are some other funny-ass moments. Ocon, were you keeping up with him? Uh, I think it at was, one point I was. But it was I difficult kinda... to keep up with everything that was happening, but it, that one looked like Ferrari last year, bro. That was a just drop ball after drop ball. Starting off with a starting grid penalty, he parked the car like way too far off the grid. So that was a five oh, second. Oh yeah, penalty. yeah, yeah. So that was a five second penalty. Okay. So then they're pulling in to do their to to serve this five second penalty. And they don't, the mechanics don't wait long enough. They fuck it a, up. They fuck it up. They put a wrench on too early. So then they get another five second penalty for that. <laughs> As he's leaving pit lane, he gets a speeding in the pit lane penalty. There's another 10 seconds. So now he has 15 seconds built up. And I think what was the last, the last one, he got another, another 10 second penalty for not correctly serving said penalty. And that's when they retired the car. <laughs> so I don't know which was worse Lando or Ocon just they're both pitting every 15 laps it looked like to serve penalties or fill up with air so that was tough they finished 17 18th I think I don't know I think uh I think Ocon's was worse than Lando's because they were having a mechanical issue and they were just using the time to test yeah Ocon's Ocon was, was still trying 
Oh my god, it was so bad. Getting bro. penalties for everything, dude. Even Martin Bruno, they couldn't keep up with it. They're like another penalty, another like another investigation, another investigation. And yeah, dude, they got so they got built up so much. They just decided to retire the car. They're like, and well, we're thirty seconds in penalties down. Fuck this race. Good looking car though. This very good looking. All of them are good looking this year, I think. I like the pink, man. Actually, I hope they keep it. I mean, they're going to keep it for the first three races, but... Is it the first three, or is it... I thought it was three select races. I thought it was the first three. But, dude, I feel like we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Which is... Ferrari. Looking so good. Looking like they could compete this year. And another mechanical failure, another retirement for Charles. I genuinely felt so bad for him, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't believe I was what I was watching. I'm surprised no one's dubbed over it with the uh, him last year where he's just screaming, dude. I mean, this one was just <laughs> agony. It was just like, no, no, tell me what's wrong, guys. And they're like, ah, we don't know. Like, we're checking, we're checking, <laughs> and. It was on lap 41 or something. It was so close to the end. And, dude, that's just a – I wonder how – I wonder how Leclerc's feeling, bro. Like, he can't be – he cannot be a happy camper. He probably wants to fucking leave Ferrari, bro. I doubt it. But he did kind of fuck up because he should have parked the car in a worse place. You said that, bro. That's We definitely need to talk about that. <laughs> like, that was – that would have been so cheeky. And I don't know if they could have proved that he did it on purpose. Dude, he so clearly turned out of the race line and to go onto the grass and stuff. Yeah, no, he definitely wanted to park it in the service road. Yeah, it was so it was so clear and obvious, but I've seen so many people just coast that motherfucker out and just park it on the side of the road. And I can't believe he didn't. I can't believe they didn't tell him it over the radio. Well, they can't because that would have been obvious. Is that a penalty, though? Yes, I think so. Well, if the car like is going out of your way to cause down, a safety car, there's probably you're, there's probably something <laughs> in the rules that you're supposed to move it out of the way. No, no, there definitely is. There definitely is. I mean, I've I've gone through you know doing different races, and uh, it's always the thing in the drivers' meeting. Like, look, if you have a mechanical issue, do your best to get to a service road. It's not just like a uh, like an un, unwritten rule. No, it's it's brief. It's something that's briefed. Okay. Is you know if you're having an issue, try and get to a service road so that way you're not broke down on the apex of the corner. But had I been driving that car, I would have been like, it's locked up. I can't. Yeah. Do anything about it. I would have slammed. Yeah, just parked, just slammed <laughs> on the brakes, just gone, just parked it straight. But put it right on the apex it. of the next corner. <laughs> What's that? Put it right on the apex of the next corner. Dude, he could have gotten there too. He had so much momentum. But dude, it was starting to fall That's apart. So illegal, <laughs> dude. It was starting to fall apart for them in qualifying. I have I have everything written down here for you for the Ferrari fuck ups of 2023. If you'd like to hear it, this is going to be a running list as well. All just right, let's so, go through. Just it. So you know, we keep it. Yeah, for Fred Vassar, I'm sorry. This one's I'm going to tag you every single time we post this. And so fuck ups for 2023. Bahrain, number one. Charles Charles Carr falling apart in Q1 on the out lap. Something fell off. I don't know, that. Don't <laughs> I know what it was, that. but some piece of carbon. Okay. Number I think two. it was his uh I think it was the wheel bro. I think it might have been the wheel bro. 
everyone was having issues with the wheel bros. It was weird. They just like broke off. Yeah, completely yeah. broke off, which is great. Number two, first race is yet to start, and they've already changed the power unit's battery. They only have two of those for the year. That's a tough look. That's a tough look. I mean, I don't know what to tell you there. Uh, they also had to change the whole ECU and electron electronical system. Uh, also, only two available for the whole season. <laughs> and then number five, Leclerc's engine gives up on lap 41. And then number six, Science Car says bounces way too much on lap 49. And the team just says, we are checking. And he ends up getting passed for the podium spot by Fernando. And I mean, a decent finish for Carlos, but tough, tough for the brand for the first start. I mean, Benito's got to be the happiest fucking dude on the planet, bro. On the planet. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's probably sitting at home like, I fucking told you it wasn't my fault. I told you it wasn't my fault. I guarantee it, bro. With his gardening shears. Yeah, I mean, he's still he's still chopping. chopping. Yeah, he's still gardening for a fright. But he was right. He probably didn't deserve to get fired because it wasn't all his fault. It's just a cluster fuck up fuck ups for Ferrari. I don't know what to say. Fred sure got his work cut out for him. Dude, they've already since since the race and since we took a little bit of time to make this recording, quite a bit has happened at Ferrari already. They've got a new, I believe, aerodynamic engineer and a assistant race director. They fired both of those guys and got two new ones within the week. Assistant race director. So they did what the Broncos did when um, who who was the coach? Uh, Hackett. Who was it? Vance Joseph, the guy after him. Oh, fuck. Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't he couldn't pay attention to the game clock, so they hired someone to pay attention to the yes, game Yes, exactly. Yeah, they hired they hired an assistant to it's like it's like in the office, right? An assistant to the manager. Assistant assistant to the regional manager. Exactly, dude. It's it's exactly what they hired for Ferrari. So they're already starting to make moves though, so hopefully something goes right for them. Um because dude, I think they're do you think they have the best shot or do you think Aston has the best shot to compete this year? I don't see Aston consistently competing. I think it's going to be have to be Ferrari. But with Ferrari being like this, and, and, and here's the part, Sean, is when you said elephant in the room, I wasn't sure what you meant because I'm not surprised. <laughs> like, it, it's just this yeah. every year for Ferrari since the Schumacher days. It's just been pain. Yeah, it's... It's, dude, it's like, it's like the fucking... Barry Bonds cursor, the the Bambino curse when they traded him, <laughs> dude, never win a World Series again for like a hundred fucking years, and it seems like they're just in a drought right now. And Red Bull, dude, I don't know if I sent this to you, but Red Bull has, I mean, this is very very bold and very early to be saying this, but Max would have to win every single race of the season for this to happen, but he could win the championship at Zandvoort, his home race, right? Take the rest of the season off. Dan Ricardo steps in. Carlos Sainz gets second. Dan Ricardo gets third in the drivers' championship. As oh, you mean Sergio Perez? Sir, Sergio gets second, and Dan Ricardo gets third in the drivers' championship. While in a team that's only allowed two drivers, 
That would be amazing. I think we all want that. If, bro, if, I mean, if Red Bull's going to run away with it, I, we I think need that we want to, exactly. If if Red Bull wins the next two races, everyone in the world is hoping for that, dude. Even me as not a Max Verstappen fan, I want to see that happen. I want to see him run away with it in seven races or whatever that is, and then Daniel Ricciardo step in and he just goes to the beach for the rest of the season to hang out with his. You know, life. honestly, honestly, everybody. That would be such a move from Red Bull because Max Verstappen is not the most likable guy in the world. Yep. And Red Bull is a brand that, you know, their marketing is specifically like targeted to people liking them. Yep. If they put Daniel Rick in the seat, I'm pretty sure we would all be Red Bull fans for the rest of the year. Dude, legit, we would forget about Max Verstappen, forget that he had already won the driver's championship. (laughs) And we would literally like, I don't even know if they would put his name up on the graphic screen. Like for, they would just put, like championship without max like they do in the sports book like who are you betting on without max <laughs> and i did if they win the next two races like they won this race i think they have a legit shot to do that and red bull would be the only team i think that would actually pull something that radical off like yeah they, they're happened. they're a brand of they like to make a lot of noise they do a lot of dumb shit a lot of stuff to get a ton of attention and that would that would break the sport, bro. That's never, that would, that would be insane. You know, that would go beyond F1 too. Like other, like multiple other sports would like hear about that and they would go all around the sports world. It'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, no, it would be insane. And I think they might do it. I do. I hope they do. So uh-huh. you want to go over the final points there. results? What was that? I was going to say, do you want to go over the final points results for the first race or? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let me pull her up. So for the race, Max Verstappen, number one, obviously. Uh, number two, Sergio Perez. Number th- number three, to round out the podium, uh, Fernando Alonso. Number four, Carlos Sainz. Fifth, Lewis Hamilton. Actually surprised by that. For how how much he was struggling. Why are we surprised by that? Just for how much he was struggling throughout the race. And fifth is still right there. And for how much they say they're going to change the car and how much they say they're going to stick with it and they're they're going to fix the car and all this bullshit that Toto's talking. Fifth isn't bad, bro. Uh, sixth, Lance Stroll. Seventh, George Russell. Eighth, Valtteri. I told you my guy would have a good race, bro. I told you. Yeah, you did. You'd say that. Um, I knew he'd get points. Ninth, Pierre Gasly. Unreal race from him, bro. Starting last. Yeah, he, great. he fought through it. Great race from him. Um, and tenth round out the points is Alex Albon in a Williams. So that's freaking cool, dude. We had a Alpine, Alfa Romeo, Williams, Aston Martin, all in the points. Would you just, I would not have expected that last year. All right. Before we go any further on the race and our thoughts, we want to thank our sponsor, Nick. You still trying to get better at golf? I am. I'm so still terrible at golf. Oh, good. Because that impact tees, these guys, they made an affordable golf training aid. It works. It's good for any golfer of any skill level to use. Uh, they got this patent pending product, gives you instant feedback. And if you swing incorrectly, Little stick moves. If you swing right, stays right there. Super easy. Even you can do it, Nick. Even a bad golfer like you can do it, Nick. 
So Thanks, no, we're, dude, we're going to get you better. We're this, with yeah. this, with this product, we're going to get you better. So thanks a lot to Impact Tees for being a sponsor this whole season. And with this, we I'm gonna we're gonna go back to one of our old segments, but best driver, or we're gonna go with our our driver of the day and our Mazepin of the day. So I know you haven't thought about this yet. I since I wrote this up, I am gonna give it to you first. My okay. driver of the my driver of the day is not Fernando. You can't do for everyone's gonna say Fernando. It's so Lance that's why Stroll. I was gonna say not it's Lance Stroll. Nice. Dude, that kid showed me something this weekend. Showed me some balls. Dude, I didn't realize how bad his injury was. Dude, he broke, I think, both wrists and one wrist, I think his right wrist, he shattered and had like a plate and seven or eight screws put in. And ten days later, he was driving a Formula One car. And that shit is fucking hard because trust me i know i've done it and 10 days after when i shattered my wrist i guarantee to you i was not driving a race car that that's yeah, and on top balls. of that he wasn't just driving a race car he was fighting the mercedes in the top five man that kid's got some balls i gained a lot of respect for him this weekend so lance stroll you got it from me this week so good on you my mazepin of the day oh fuck bro there wasn't anyone that really performed bad, but I'm going to give it, I have to give it to Lando. Lando? Dude, even, even with all his struggles and stuff, he just, he did not show me anything this weekend. I thought even with all this, like he was going to, dude, I don't know. He just, I thought he was going to be a top 10 finisher, a points finisher contender all year. And it's just, a, it's going to be a struggle all season. I don't well, think it's not my Mazepin as in bad driving. It's just, he got the short straw this week and poor performance in the whole McLaren clan. I'm going to give it to McLaren actually, not Lando as a, as a, as a driver. I'm going to give it to McLaren because they just, their expectations were way higher for me. I can agree with that. What do you got? My driver of the day, I'm going to give to Pierre Gasly. Very nice. Just to fight through it, starting from the back with a penalty and just coming to score good points when your team really needed you. Yeah, he put his head down. He put his head down and he just focused. And we, I've always known that Pierre's a solid driver. Even then, I mean, he's always just kind of been in the wrong car. They put him in the Red Bull. Yep. It wasn't exact. He wasn't ready for that. He definitely wasn't ready to fight with Max. He's in the junior. You know? the, well, not, yeah, and then they put him in the junior Red Bull. They put him in the Red Bull, too. He's driven the Red Bull. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, I forgot that he did drive for Red Bull, and then he went to AlphaTauri. Yeah, so well, he got called up from AlphaTauri right. as the number two driver at the beginning of last – or four seasons ago now. Wow. Um, and it just wasn't his time yet. And – we didn't know. I mean, who knew competing Matt with Max would be as big as the deal as it is? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, Checo's pretty much like one of the only personalities that can pull that off, pull that role off well. Well, and you know, Checo has the right mindset from his name. He's competing with Max. He's he's down to be the number two, which Pierre yeah, is trying to exactly, compete. Yeah, he's a teammate. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, just great results from Pierre. Just putting your head down, focusing when your team needs you, and scoring points in an Alpine that we weren't really sure how it was going to stack up after testing. It seemed too stiff. It was a little slow around some corners. It had some pace and some, you know, it was just like a car yeah. that we didn't think was great. He Pierre did what Lando could have done. Yeah, I agree with that. He did the um, did the opposite. Like he he went up probably five places in my book for this season. Like, all right, yeah, Gasly's got something this year. And then Lando kind of dropped out of the top 10 for me for this season. Unfortunately, I still think Lando's got a shot to shot this year to do something special, but McLaren needs to do something for him. And I'm not, actually, I'm putting most of that on Pierre. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Pierre. I yeah. think it was really Pierre that stepped up to get a good result. Oh, hundred percent. Um, so that's why he's my driver of the day. All right, who sucked? My Mazepin of the day. I, I, this doesn't go need much explanation. It's going to be his fellow Frenchman and teammate Esteban Ocon. Yep. You know, in the military, out. in the military, we've always said uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So if you want to do something quickly, you slow down. Oh yeah. And it's obvious to me that the, 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 the whole the mechanic crew, the whole team strategy, they weren't. The principal, everybody it. was rushed. Yeah. They need to slow down. Let the driver worry about going fast. Yeah. Dude. And they weren't doing that. The mechanics, they don't they, don't the mechanics, they, don't they have like an FIA director with like a fucking flag or a green light to tell them when their penalty's over? They do. They yeah. do. And, they have someone with a timer. And, and, and these idiots just hopped on. It was. Granted, it was three hundredths of a second too early, but, but they're showing, and that's the thing though. Had he just waited a three hundred, even if he had waited three hundred seconds late, yeah, you have to be late. They would have got the new wing on the car. The tires would have been changed. He would have been out there to fight the good fight. Yeah, you can't. But never instead, be, you they can't have red to light. call him back in yep. because they're too. And they did it instant. three times. Three times. And I think the... it's just inexperience. They don't trust the car yet. Yeah, they definitely don't trust their drivers yet. Yeah, that's big because he was speeding through pit lane, so he was rushing too. So he was trying to make up the team's deficit, and so they're trying to compensate for each other. And that's just a bad recipe for 15 penalties. Exactly. And then at that point, just retire the car. It's not worth not worth risking the power unit. So exactly. I mean, that's my take on that. I hope that that this is a lesson to be learned from the Alpine garage. This is a team that I've wanted to see good things from this year. And I'm on board. I'm on the Alpine bandwagon right now. Love it. Um, but it's you just got to slow down. And if they slow down, I think I think they're going to be all right. I think Esteban has, has enough pace this year. They're going to be fighting upper midfield team. I and agree. I think they could if they really if they really put their minds to it and got their shit together. I think they could fight with Aston Martin. Uh, oof, ooh, 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 ooh. Take it easy there, buddy. I think McLaren. I think Mercedes is first. I think that's the fight is Mercedes, Aston Martin, and maybe Alpine if they can sort this car out and then That'd be, sort out whatever. I would love that. I would love that three team battle for third position on the construct and the constructor. We'll see. Maybe that's a maybe that's a bold claim or a hot take. Love it. So we got some fan questions. If you want to go through a couple of those, oh, fuck yeah. all right. Here we go. <laughs> So this one's from Liam in Wyoming. 
So we got which of the new drivers had the most successful or promising weekend? Which of them will have the most successful season based on what we saw? Uh, Max? No, no, the rookies. <laughs> oh, the rookies. I thought you said drivers. New drivers. I'm going to say Logan Sargent. He was under the radar. I think he finished P12. Great start for the kid. Didn't crash. Didn't do anything wrong. Didn't have any penalties. He just had a clean, solid first race. I, I was going to echo that. I think Logan probably... Um, well, another one that I was impressed by was Nick DeVries. Yeah, he had a great race too. P14. Um, and definitely he, a lesser car. A lesser car. He fought with Hulkenberg pr pretty much most of the race. Um, and it was a good battle. And yeah, I don't have much else. I'd say probably Logan or, or Nick. I like it. Um, so next one we got from Sean. Love it. Um, which of last Probably year's drivers, uh, did not say scumbag, which of last year's drivers did you miss most? Danny, Seb, or my favorite Mick, he says. I didn't really notice Mick was gone, to be honest with you. That's uh, mean. That's mean. Don't say that. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's rude, Nick. I, like, I love, I love, I mean, I mean, Michael. And, you know, it's cool that it's his son, but. Yeah, I liked hearing the Schumacher name every once in a while. It was cool to see MSC on the fucking timing board again. Will we ever see him again? I think we will. Yeah, me too. Um, Who'd you miss more, though, Danny or, or Seb? I, I miss love Dan. Daniel Ricardo. But you Danny. put him in the same cars that we saw in the race, right? Yeah. It would have broke my heart to see Daniel Ricardo having a pneumatic issue and having to pit every six laps. But could Bro. you imagine seeing, like, if we had a third driver for one of yeah. these teams, right? Yep. Could you imagine seeing Seb up there fighting with the Mercedes with Fernando? That's I felt so bad for Seb, dude. He's sitting at home <laughs> watching this race, watching Fernando dominate. Like, you got to be shitting me. I, this car was a piece of trash for the last six years while I was driving it. I told him all how to make it faster, and now it's fucking fast. After I'm, dude, he's hurt. He even called in and asked if he wanted to, if they wanted him to race for for Lance, if he wasn't able to go. He wanted to go back in that car. So I felt bad, but I missed Danny. I just, dude, even in last place, dude's still smiling, doing a shoey. He only does a shoey when he's on podium. That's that's what we can see on camera. I'm sure he's doing a shoey regardless. Hey, he finished the race. Boom, Shuey. Um, we got. Let's see what else we got. A couple more here. Is Red? Oh, uh, this one doesn't have a name. Um, just a question does not have a name. It's just from a random like numbers email. Like ran. It's a random email. On anonymous. And it's an anonymous email, definitely. Okay. Uh, is Red Bull an unstoppable machine? Or is Toto actually not bullshitting when he says he knows what has to be fixed on the Mercedes to make it competitive? So it's kind it's of too late. Too late for Mercedes to be what Red Bull, to fight with Red Bull. I think I, I I don't see them making a drastic enough improvement 
Yeah, they had 90. I mean, we're talking they, about. They had 98 days to make a drastic improvement. I mean, we're talking about seconds a lap every lap. Two to three seconds a lap. Yeah. If if Max is on, if what they're saying about Max's pace is true, which I fucking believe it. He was, dude, he was on cruise control that entire race. His, like, his radio at the end of the race, he was like, well, that, that was boring. Like, I didn't really see anyone. That was no fun. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe next week we'll see some people. <laughs> so, dude, is Red Bull unstoppable? Uh, yeah. I'd say it's up for them to stop themselves. The only one who's stopping Red Bull is Red Bull this year. I have to let my dog in. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking about how Red Bull is unstoppable. I mean, no one's unstoppable in F1. But I think Red Bull is the closest thing that we've seen so far to unstoppable. I don't know where Sean went. Oh, about the second part of the question. I already answered it. Oh, is Toto actually bullshitting? I I think they're going to make improvements. I think the car's going to get better, but to be competing, I don't think besides changing the whole car, putting side pods on it. Well, I mean, yeah, putting side pods, or at least, I mean, changing everything. Are we going to see a second of laps improvement every lap in the cost cap era? I don't think that's possible. In the this, wow. So you don't think in the next like three, four, five years they'll be as com- they'll be competitive again? No, 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 they will be, but I don't think this season. Okay. I don't think you can make the adjustments that they need in mid-season. the short in mid season. Okay. With, I think that's the downside of the cost cap. Okay. That makes sense, and I definitely agree. I think Toto's full of shit. I think he's just trying to keep team spirits high. I mean, they're a championship caliber team they're not used to losing so he's just saying the right things he's a he's a good head coach he knows what he's doing um he's just trying to mitigate all the all the shit right now and keep his team together so i mean he's full of shit but he's saying what he has to we got one more this one is from his name is his name is Lance. Funny question. Here we go. <laughs> Since 2019, there's always been at least one maiden win in Formula One. Which driver will likely get his maiden win in 2023? Is it is Lance the best candidate? No. No. Maybe. See, when you when I think about a win. I the only Aston Martin I see winning is Fernando. Because you gotta think like logically Red Bull will have one to two failures this season, like they did last year. Just random engines or just a random failure or a crash in the first corner. Like it happens all the time. We see it all the time. So they're obviously not gonna win every race. So I think Fernando's got what it takes to stay stay ahead of everyone i don't know if lance does but i don't know Uh, know who else is a better contender i mean lance is in the 
discussion. I would say I would have said Lando last year, but I don't know if he can win a race this year. Because I don't know if he's going to. I don't think he has the car. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to qualify high enough ever. Maybe. Well, no, never mind. That wouldn't be his major win. Who? I was thinking maybe Pierre, but he's won before. I mean, it's pretty much just Lance and some rookies and Lando. Yeah, I'd probably say out of those, it probably would be Lance. Because uh, 2020 was Pierre and Checo. 21, it was Esteban. 2022 is Carlos and George. I mean, it's got, I, yeah, Lance is probably the best candidate. That If that is the question, yes, Lance is the best candidate. Unless we had something crazy like a, I mean, and you know, you guys like nobody would have called, nobody would have called Ocon last year. No, that was a, that was more of a fluke than Gasly. So, you know, you, you don't know. It could be Guan Yu Joe or. Dude, Guan Yu you know, had, he had the fastest lap this, he had the fastest lap this last race. Yeah, so it's point, like, point, dude. That does remind me, Fernando. No, he doesn't get a point for fast. Oh yeah, he wasn't top ten. He takes the point away from someone else though. From from Max probably, <laughs> or whoever. Yeah, was <laughs> um, dude, I don't know if you heard Fernando when he passed. I think it was Lewis when he passed him on. It was a great, great move, and he just goes, "Yes, bye bye." <laughs> I laughed out loud, bro. I couldn't like that's that's why I'm on Team Fernando this year. Like, it's just like a as like a Kimmy Kimmy or Valtteri, same vibes, and I'm all about it. He, he just seemed like he was out there having fun, enjoying. He, he was having fun. So Absolutely. good to be from. He, he it looked like he was driving a go kart again. It's just you don't you don't you haven't I mean I haven't seen that from Fernando in the time I've known him as as a fan of F1 for the last. As long as I can remember, um, you know, going back into the days where he was always grumpy, he was always beefing with someone, you know, just yeah. to see him out there in the car having a good time. Hey, dude, it's so good. It's it's great. So let's see. I think that wraps up all the fan questions. Those are pretty good this week. Um, we do have a new segment, though, I want to get into. I don't know if anyone else is doing this yet, but if you are, feel free to join our league. We're doing Formula One Fantasy. I don't know about you guys. Me and Nick, uh, I don't know about you, Nick. I've done fantasy football, fantasy hockey, fantasy March Madness. Get All the fantasy sports I've pretty much done growing up. And fantasy Formula One is fucking awesome. Well, we'll see. We haven't... Uh... We haven't done the, we haven't done the first we did not do the first race so we're we are we started a league the Village A Pond League so join our it's a public league so anyone can join it but me and Nick both made a team this week and I don't know I just think it's a it's a fun concept you get a hundred million dollars you get to pick five drivers and two teams and I thought honestly when I was picking them I was like man me and Nick are probably going to do the exact exact same team. But we were definitely different. So I think this is going to be fun to keep us going throughout the season. 
I have a bunch of my friends that are going to join the league and hopefully we're going to post this on the, on Instagram and so hopefully we get all of our followers to join our league. So fantasy formula one, I'm into it. Did you make your team yet? I did make you. We just talked about me making my team. Well, I don't know if you finished making your team or not. Yeah, I did. You remember you just talked about how we compared our teams. Our teams were so different. Yeah, you're right. Bro. What? You got breaking news for me? I'm just mind blown. About what? The sim setup. Oh, is it the Red Bull sim setup? Yeah, for $100,000. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's just, it's like half a Formula One car. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I, yeah, we need to buy that. It's $100,000. I know, I know. It's pretty funny when you scroll through Instagram, all the, the big time podcasts and pages and stuff, they're all posting like, all right, guys, we can get this if you send us 16 cents each. If every follower sends us 16 cents, we'll have enough money. And I was thinking, I was like, man, I could do one of those too. I was like, all right, guys, if each of you sends us $10,000, we can do this. Because we have, <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have the the quantity. We have the quality of followers, but we don't have the quantity. So we might get the $10,000. Yeah. We might get the $10,000 each to get this thing, dude. But yeah, that setup is insane. I know we will. And then you can get the the same version of it without the front wing. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the wing though. It's the same one except it doesn't have the front wing. And that wow. one's fifteen grand cheaper. Damn. Um, should we talk about next week, next race, bro? Yeah, yeah. I guess we ought to. Saudi Arabia. We gotta hype it up, dude. We're only what three, three days away from testing. Four days away from qualifying. Let's go. This is uh, what Jeddah. Yes, sir. Dude, give me some insight on Jeddah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's such a new race. It's a fast it's, track. Yeah, it's kind of like similar to uh, let the dog in. Uh, similar to uh, Azerbaijan in a way, but it doesn't have exactly the straight section. Fuck. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. It's hard to call it. I think the Aston's going to do well. We'll see how with almost no runoffs and very close walls, how it does, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't have a lot that's of a, yet. It's so early on. That's a good point that you bring up with the uh, having no runoffs, because I do want to point out the Aston Martins almost fucked themselves up in the first. What I think it was the second corner of the race. Fernando was coming from way wide, oh, taking a slow apex inside, and Lance came diving on the inside. And hit him, bro. And for the whole race, too, Fernando was like, guys, who hit me? Who was that? Like, I need, like, is, are they getting investigated? Like, what's happening? And the race director was just like, uh, it's, there is no investigation. He's, why? What the hell? Like, I clearly got hit. Like, well, it's fine. It's fine, Fernando. We don't need to talk. It's just move on, move on. They did not want to tell him it was Lance because in the past, they've had their struggles. I mean, they've had their beef or whatever. and. 
dude, they clearly, they were even talking about it on the air. Like, don't tell him, don't tell him. And right after the race too, since uh, Fernando was on pole, he got to go into the little TV room or whatever, the yeah. cool down room. And first thing they showed him who hit him. And I was, everyone was like, dude, I like zoomed in. I was looking right at it. I was like, oh, please have a reaction. But Fernando, I think just because he was on pole, he was like, ah, whatever. Like, doesn't matter. Like, I still finished good. But that one, so no runoffs next week could be interesting. There's definitely. Well, and you could also see that, I mean, looking and analyzing that corner, it wasn't really Lance's fault. No, it was it was no one's fault. It was Honestly, total if they, were, racing if they weren't a team, I don't think it would have gotten investigated. I think it would have been a racing incident because they were taking such different lines. Like, Fernando literally dove into the apex, taking it pretty slow from the outside, and Lance was diving through the apex, to, and they just – that was close. Because yeah, I mean, Lance was actually on the racing line. Yeah, I agree. So, but, I mean, yeah, and he cut across in front of him on the racing line. Dude, it was close. As long, you've been around right long after, as, around as, as Alonzo. I thought Fernando had a puncture, too, right after it happened. They were saying, oh, Fernando puncture, and I was screaming at them, like, you got to be kidding. But I think both, dude, it's a strong car. They're, they know what they're doing over there. Um, but I think we're going to have some, some crashes this week. We didn't have much, we didn't have any drama really this week, except for the. No safety car, really. Yeah, there was a really, virtual safety car. Yeah. The, the, just to get Carlos or to get um, Charles off the track. But yeah, it was a pretty clean race, but I think next week's going to get interesting. This week, this weekend. Oh shit! What else we got to talk about? About Jetta. Who won last year at Jetta? Was it was Ferrari still in contention last year? Yeah, it was. That was. A little... I know. Check or I know Charles won the first race of the year last year. Max yeah. won last year. Max won it last year. I could have just guessed and said Max. Like, <laughs> Honestly, dude, I mean, I think I'm just going to bet Max to win every race this year on the sports book, at least. He ha- like, there's, there's no way I can actually bet someone else to finish above him, right? I think like, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to pull it up right now. If he's plus money on any of the uh, free practices – or, oh my God, he is on all of All right. Max Verstappen to win free practice one plus 200. To win qualifying plus 120. To win the race, ooh, minus 190. So I can make a lot of money on just practice. Do you think you'll, I don't know if you'll do practice is tough to actually bet on because. Yeah, you may trying betting on him and it was like well of course he was going to sandbag practice one so it was like that was a watch i know i might i might bet fernando practice one plus 700 i mean i just i i don't like betting on practice it's just you, you don't know what setups they're running yeah, it's, and... it's a complete it's a complete guess that's why it's like plus like lance stroll plus 2200 like whoo he could very easily have the fastest lap around practice one because like max and lewis just decided not to go out <laughs> Or yeah, and then they can, uh, you know, fucking Red Bull can be out there doing their race setup with their fucking hard tires and full fuel. and Exactly. They, th- they throw Lance out there on a qualifying setup. Exactly. Like, it's like, all right, well, fuck my bet then. Cool. <laughs> but qualifying though, bro, plus money, plus 120, that's, 
good odds. I mean, I'll take that any day of the week. I would take that bet. I'd take Max at plus 120. For I mean, sure. he won last year. He probably qualified number one last year. He probably was on pole. I mean, Charles is plus 200, and then Sergio's plus 650. Those two guys are not going to – I don't think either of those guys have a chance. Honestly, I'd really take Max at plus 120. That's Consider a good, it done. That's a good that's bet. Odds for Max, I think you're going to get all year. I would take that. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, while it's early, I want to, I want to hammer Max while he's still decent value before, like, week 10 when it's just, like – Minus five hundred. Like you have to give me five hundred dollars to win a hundred, dude. No shot. I would put like a thousand bucks on it. If I had a thousand bucks, I'd put it on Max. That's how that's how comfortable I am at taking him at plus one twenty or this year. Dude, I agree. At qualifying and even dude, at minus one ninety to win the race, it's not even that bad. If you bet two hundred bucks, you win a hundred. It's not too bad. I might take that too. He's probably gonna win. What's Lewis? <laughs> Lewis to win? Yeah. Plus 2,200. Fernando's plus 1,000. What was your best win ever? Was that Daniel Ricardo at Monza? Yeah, that was Daniel Ricardo. After I told you, I was like, Max Verstappen said, he said he's going to let Daniel yeah. win because of his Italian heritage. And everyone was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No one, he did not say that. And honestly, I don't I don't think he actually did. I just saw it on a tweet that got like 12 likes and I bit on it. I'm like, all right, he's fucking winning this thing. As long as he gets out in the first corner, he's gonna win it. And he fucking did. I was screaming, bro. I won like eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was in contention the whole race, but it was when Max crashed into Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I I mean, he was I think he was he might have been winning at that point, but those guys were on like soft tire. They were coming, they were coming for him. And dude, that was so good. I remember my, my coffee table almost flipped over when that happened. <laughs> dude, I bet it. I mean, dude, I was I was literally screaming, bro. <laughs> that was probably the best race we've ever had the privilege of watching. I wish I could go back and rewatch it. Dude, I mean, I can with F1 Pro, but I don't have it this season. I need to get that. Yeah, for twenty dollars from each of my subscribers, I can get F1 Pro. <laughs> Dude, hook us up, guys. <laughs> All hundred of you guys. We need it. So I'm pretty excited for this race. Hopefully it's a little bit more competitive. Hopefully the Aston Martin, they've said that it's supposed to be quick around the fast tracks. It's supposed to be a little bit better. Uh, so hopefully we get a competitive race. We get actually like watch Max a little bit because we didn't even, I don't think we saw him one time this race. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to watch it live. Ah, I'll have to record it for you. Uh, yeah, was it? I'll have to record it for you because I don't know if uh, our TV subscriber does the on-demand shit. Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And it works so much better now after I had the right password in. That was yeah, weird. Yeah, I can't believe it even worked at all without with my... It would it would be weird because anytime there would be a commercial break, yeah, it would fuck up. That's funny. So somehow it was still like verifying that it was an active account, but it, it I guess it couldn't authorize that I actually had access, so it would kick me out every time. Like the actual stream would have to pause to you know do those like you know how they just add commercials. Yeah, 
it's not an actual commercial break. Oh, yeah, it's like the, ad, the 30 second ad commercial. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like an ad about like, because they do it local based on my IP address. So it'd be like an ad for like San Marcos Chevrolet. Oh, dude, my boss just texted me. Listen to this. He says, hey, man, you willing to tape my kid's hockey stick, to- hockey stick tomorrow? Yes. Easy. Dude, absolutely. Dude, I can tape a hockey stick. Dude, I haven't taped a hockey stick in probably 10 years, but I I feel like my confidence level is so high about taping a hockey stick right now. I feel like I could definitely tape a hockey stick if someone handed me one. Do you think you could do a real one or a goalie one? A goalie one. I mean, it's not much different. The main difference on a goalie stick is you get a big fat knob on it. Yeah, dude, I mean, little kids... Little kids probably, I mean, I used the knob too for probably until I was like 14 because I dropped my stick all the time. I stopped. I actually started going to a skinny knob. You know why? Why? Could you have a skinny knob? Huh? Nothing. It's like, no. you have a skinny knob? No, it's like a dip can. It's like, uh-huh. a, um, no, nah, but I, because I, you know how I was as a goaltender. You can you can really get the knob of your stick in the guy who's screening his face. Yeah, you jab it in their back. No, you jab it into their face mask. There, there you go. That'll work too. That because that was you know when we had to wear full cages. Oh, I got to go buy some tape for him. <laughs> I got to see if I have hockey tape downstairs. Oh crap! I've been been off more than I could chew over here, guy. I might still have some sex wax. Dude, I definitely have some sex wax still. It's in a bag just somewhere downstairs. <laughs> Because I definitely, uh, I definitely took it out of the tin to use the tin for something for weed. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, because I was like, man, that's such a cool ass tin. I was like, that's what I'm gonna use for sure. And I took the sex wax out. I never got it in the tin. I always got it in that little plastic wrap. Oh really? Yeah. I see. Yeah, when the- I worked at the ice center, they came in like this little metal tin with the. It was sick. I think they sold the things as like a refill, but that's all I ever got. Really? Because once you had the tin, you could just refill it. Yeah. And I wish I would have had the tin because I used to throw it in the hockey bag and my whole hockey bag smelled like sex wax, which is better than smelling like damn goalie gear. Sex wax is a great smell, honestly. Yeah, it is. All right, so I got some... hockey wax. I got some homework to do. I got to find some hockey tape in this house. Jesus. Or I got to go... You know sex wax? Wax? I definitely have that somewhere. I don't know if I have hockey tape, though. I'm going to have to use, like, it's first so- aid tape. What was that? I said I'm going to have to use, like, first aid tape. And just run to the promenade real quick and grab some? Actually, you're probably right. I could go to Bender's and have a beer and get some hockey tape. That's what I would do. I can't nice. wait to back under the same roof, dude. Dude, it's going to be so much fun. Because the old Bendy's? Oh, man. We should definitely go to Bendy's when I get home. Yeah, it's, I love going to Bender's. It's my favorite place, dude. Watching some beer league hockey or some juniors. It's so fun. It's cool, too, when, like, an NHL team comes to town and practices at the promenade. Oh, dude. So, so much fun. No one ever knows about it, too. So you can just fucking sneak in. Burger. Penguins practice. 
Because, like, I, I know the Penguins practice there when they're in town. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because they stay at the Westin, too, I think. Well, oh, you're yeah, a couple other a teams bit. do the, stay on the north side. Uh, you're breaking up, too. I know. Both of our Wi-Fi's fucking suck I right wonder. Now. Mine's five. Mine's full. Mine's showing full. Mine's in the green still. Really? Fucking Zoom. Um, shit, man. What <laughs> else do we got to talk about? That was a, we got through the whole race. We got through. We got to the next race. Shit, we're we're pretty much ready to wrap this thing up, huh? Twenty-seven corners next weekend. Twenty-seven corners. Twenty-seven corners, three DRS zones. Woo! Let's go. It looks like sector two is the fastest sector, but they're all pretty fast. All right. Dude, I, yeah, I've heard that this is a fast track, so I think the Aston is going to do it. Good. You know who has the lap record? I'm going to say Lewis. Sir Lewis. Are you looking at it? No. Yeah, Sir Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton. You think it's going to get beat this year? We'll see. Um, these these cars the are W four. The W fourteen was a fucking weapon. Yeah, the fourteen was a weapon. Yeah, Matt or Lewis's car was a weapon, bro. I don't know if anyone's gonna be faster than that. You know what's funny about that too? Everyone's bitching about how Max is too far ahead. Max is out qualifying everybody by a second. Did they forget the last six years with Mercedes? Yeah, they were leading Qualvon by three seconds, and Valtteri was leading by everyone else by a second. Like, all right, cool, guys. Are you going to let us have some fun or no? All right. So that's it's why so... I'm like, you know what? It's time for Red Bull to have their time. It's so funny how the human brain works because – So funny. You remember things when there's conflict, right? But you don't realize that most of the time the last seven years was us watching Mercedes win. Just dominate, bro. Just dominate, and then maybe Red Bull could steal a win from them every now and then. I do. I think they had like a total of like twenty three wins in their in Red Bull's history in, before two years ago, and Max is thirty five in the last two years. It's like, all right, you guys are starting to roll now. Like we need it's, but dude, it's weird that every time we get a dominant team like this, another there's no <laughs> other second team that's right there with them like there's always just a really dominant team i want to see i want to see 2014 lewis against 2022 max oh with like, the, the like at yeah. the same i mean they we i mean we got it pretty close in 21 when max won his first championship that went down to the final race but that i feel like that was like the transitional area where red or where mercedes was falling off and red bull was climbing up and they just happened to pass each other at that point and but it was just dominance before and dominance since. I think we're also seeing the backlash of how the German manufacturers were hit with the uh, chip shortage after the coronavirus and stuff like that. I think we're finally starting to see the backlash of how far that set the company back financially. Oh, so they did. haven't. Absolutely. Speaking of financially, dude, you want to hear something crazy? 
with Aston Martin's success in Bahrain, their stock price went up $300 million. Really? Yeah, their net value as a company went up $300 million. So, yeah, I don't think Stroll's getting out of this business anytime soon. I think that was a farce. Yeah, uh, clearly. Uh, yeah, people are just buttered out and buying like one stock and it just shoots up. But they I, clearly had some money making business once you're on the top. And Aston's going to get there, I think. I mean, they're in the money making business now. Whereas I think like Haas and Williams are just fucking bleeding money. But we got qualifying this Saturday, race on Sunday. We're going to try to get a podcast out Sunday or Monday, try to get it out because we got a race right after, right? We got a race in the Australian. Uh, Yeah, Australia is March 30th. So back-to-back weeks here, and then we have like four weeks off, which is bullshit. Yeah, I need it, though, to get caught up, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's going to be nice. But what? two weeks back to back, boys. It. So we're gonna get fired up for this next one, Saudi Arabia. And you got anything else, dude? Yeah. Why do we have a month off? I don't know. Because they're traveling from Australia to Azerbaijan. That's fucking stupid. It's like four hours. <laughs> Ah, I don't fucking know. That's so fucking far, bro. You're like, that's four hours. <laughs> a little further than four hours. I might might be off on that one. <laughs> Literally the other side of the planet. That's pretty far. Fuck. Now I'm thinking <laughs> about it. Now I'm like looking at a map in my brain. I'm like, but it doesn't take four weeks to travel that far. Get your ass on a plane. Well, they do, but I, I there must be something else going on. Um, I don't know. We'll look into that. Albert Park in Australia is a... I don't think we've had it since COVID. I don't think we have either, actually. It's It's been, been fucked by COVID every time. I think it got canceled last year, too, didn't it? Yep. Dude, let's go. Australia, two yeah. weeks away. But we got Saudi Arabia first, so let's get fucking pumped for that one. Um, I don't think we're going to do a qualifying... Unless something crazy happens in qualifying. Um, we're kind of expecting... Uh, yeah, um... I'm excited for the uh, 